Welcome to the Crossroads Psychology video podcast. I'm Wojko Michnia, signing in from Beijing. In this episode, we will talk about the ethos and aesthetics of Chinese art and how to embrace positivity. I'm joined today by Haiying Yang. Haiying Yang is a California-based teacher, artist, podcaster, YouTuber, and an amazing person full of talent and positivity. Thank you so much, Haiying, for agreeing to be on my podcast. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's an honor. Thank you very much. Thank you. I would like to begin our conversation with a short explanation from you with regards to your name. Actually, can you please explain to our viewers and listeners the structure of a Chinese name? Mm. Right? Because it's a bit different than what we are used to. Good, good. In Chinese, our family name first. So my family name is Yang, which is a kind of a, a tree, poplar tree. And Hai Ying is my name, given name. Hai is ocean. Ying is eagle. Ocean eagle, sea eagle. A little bit background about Chinese names and the philosophy behind it. Family first. Bigger things first. So we put our last name, our family name first, that people know you are from a certain root. That is the root of my family. And another thing in Chinese name, if we have siblings, which my name has three characters, family name, and then two characters for uh, two sound and characters for my given name. And in Chinese, those two sounds, one is always the same. I am Hai Ying. My sister is a Hai O Sea Go flying bird. And my bigger sister is Sea Swallow, Hai Yan. So it follows, there is a system for the name. And that's about it. Sea Eagle is my name. I find it I find it fascinating how most Chinese names mm. have a meaning that comes from yes. the character the name is mm. written with. And yes. actually I had I had a follow-up mm. question for you, but you kind of answered it. Mm. I was thinking maybe Yang is from is the same character mm. as Yin Yang, as in the character for light. But we would not be yes. able to we would not be able to recognize that because we cannot read the actual mm. character. That's very interesting. In English or in other country, you spell out your name and then that is your name. In Chinese, a lot of time we need to, to speak out. Hai Ying is a sea ocean eagle and make an explanation. Otherwise, people cannot guess out the words, which makes very interesting. And um, so this is another reason why Chinese translation is so difficult. Any language is difficult, but there is not a word-to-word translation. In English, car, voiture in French. So you can find a relatively similar but Chinese, even qi chuo, is composed of two words. So those kind of simple non-words, subjects, 
is easy to translate. Whenever it comes to a deeper philosophical, spiritual, or something that is more rooted in culture, is very difficult to translate to translate and make it more interesting. And I think that is the beauty of languages in general, especially Asian languages that are not written in, you know, the Roman script. So I want to share with you how I discovered you on YouTube. I discovered you on、mm. YouTube while I was searching for Chinese inkwash painting tutorials. Especially,、mm. I I am fascinated and obsessed with the bamboo, and I was looking on.、Mm. On YouTube, on how to how to paint the the、uh, the bamboo with the Chinese calligraphy and with the inkwash paint and the special the special brush and the special ink, and then I started taking some、uh, Chinese painting classes, and of course I got some feedback from my teacher. But even then, I went back and I looked at your videos. So my question would be: as an artist, how did Chinese inkwash painting influence you? I learned the Chinese painting from my mother. My mother get retired. When she retired, she started to do、uh, Chinese painting, to do all kinds of art. She had the time to do it. So when my mother passed away, she had a lot of brushes and materials. I do not want it to be wasted, and also、um, I used to work for import export. I went to France to study. I have time, and、uh, from coming first to America, I also do not have a job at the beginning. So more time. This is the Chinese painting really helps me to calm down myself, to find a meaning of、uh, of everyday life. So that's where I started, and、uh, Chinese painting. Something make it very unique, very special. The way practice is there is not forgiving. You do it one stroke. You make mistake. That piece of work is wasted. Except you find another way, but you cannot repeat it. So it's one of the worst thing to redo a piece of work to redo a stroke. 吃饭怕桥，拉写字怕描。So when you eat, it is it is a taboo to let other people see you eat. It's kind of a a, a shy. And when you write, it is a taboo to redo the stroke. It is what it is, and you accept what is there. And、uh, the way to improve yourself is keep on. Practicing, but once it is there, it is there. You cannot change the past. You cannot change the fact. You cannot beautify what is existing there. The only thing you can do, learn better skill, improve yourself, and look for the future. So I think that is something that is、um, very profound, very profound. And I think this also rings a bell with me and with my Chinese teacher, who said that at a point I asked, "Oh, can I go、mm. back and just redo this piece over here?" And she said, "Like,、yeah. no,、yeah. it's done. Here's another、yeah. white sheet of paper, and let's、yeah. do it again." Yeah. 
And yeah. sometimes I would yes. get frustrated mm. with mm. it is such a to use the right amount of ink, the right amount of water, to put the right pressure with the right part of of the brush. And it is way more difficult than I used to do oil painting back home in Romania. And it's such a different yes. such yes. a different feel, such a different yes. skill. Yes. And it's also because of the material. It's just a piece of paper, very thin paper. It gets the, the, the ink, gets the water immediately. There's no way for you to, to redo it. After your first, after I watched the first bamboo tutorials, then I realized that your mm. channel has mm. other tutorials on Chinese painting. So, of course, I went through all... <laughs> all the four gentlemen of Chinese painting with my teacher. And maybe mm. you can mm. talk a little bit about this. Could you talk about the ethos and the meaning of Chinese painting mm. as it's seen from the perspective mm. of these four gentlemen? Maybe you explain for those who don't mm. know what the four gentlemen of Chinese mm. paintings are and where mm. the words come from. The four gentlemen is Mei, Lan, Zhu, Ju. Mei is cherry blossom, plum blossom. Lan is orchid flower. Zhu is bamboo. Ju is chrysanthemum. Each of it has its own meaning. Plum, when the winter time, there is nothing. There is no leaf. There is no, um, no leaf. There is no warmth. And blossom. The plum started to blossom in the in the dry trunk, and red flower with dark black trunk and white snow. So it is a very extreme beauty: white, red, and black. So by itself, it's a very unique aesthetic, and also we appreciate the the the. The weather is cold, the condition is bad, but there is blossom. There is beauty in the worst condition. That is uh, May. Lan is orchid. It's very simple. You can do three strokes. One, two, three. And only three strokes, you can get a direction everywhere. All the direction. So it used the simplest stroke simplest method to occupy the whole space. The spirit of Lan, the spirit of Orchid is taking all the place. And another thing is uh, Orchid does not need a lot of fertilizer. It does not grow in fertile, beautiful, bright sunshine. The most beautiful, unique Orchid is in a cold, dry mountain. It's in a very harsh condition. It has a unique kind of, uh, kind of uh, uh, not flourish beauty, but the beauty through struggle. That's something that Chinese oriental art that pursue, not about perfection, but about its uniqueness, its struggled uniqueness. And bamboo, I need to tell the story of bamboo. Bamboo, if you plant a bamboo, the first year nothing come out, second year nothing come out, many years later, it boom, big blossom of 
not really blossom. It's a big growth. So it accumulates all its energy, although it's not coming out. But once it comes out, it comes out in big, strong force. And bamboo also, because the bamboos,、uh, bamboo is very much like Chi- writing Chinese calligraphy. You have anger. You have uh, uh, you have strength. Then you you paint bamboo. So in Chinese painting, we say when you paint bamboo, you are angry. When you paint orchid, you are romantic. You are happy. So it brings out a lot of、uh, its internal strength. Yeah, and chrysanthemum is one of the last flower. Does not need a lot of fertilizer, but stays very long time. All this because of its unique. Different from others, it's against normal standard of comfortness and normal standard of flourishing beauty, and comes out of hardship, comes out of something unique. And when you do this painting, Chinese painting, use your your heart, use your brain, and get connected with it. Get connected. How I make the bamboo with strength, like or not, pretty or not, is not important. You use your brush as a media to express your feeling. Brush. We all have brush. We know the hair is so soft, but it can be so strong. It can have this strong, forceful stroke that comes from this wiggly. If your hand wiggly comes from something that unpredictable, it's all because of practice. And I see this connection between emotions and a state, both、yes. mental and spiritual, and the kind、mm. of painting that you create. And sometimes I would. Paint together with my teacher, and I would say,、mm, "I don't like, I don't like it. I'm not happy with it." And then she would say, "Oh, actually, it looks very strong, or it looks very smooth, or oh,、yes. this is a good stroke." What I want to mention is that the orchids that you mention here are actually Chinese orchids, not、yes. the Southeast Asian kind of orchids. No, yeah, I know it.、Mm. Yes. Can you also refer a bit to the? To the color black,、mm. why there is so much black? I love it. And actually, at a point, my cha- my、uh, my team, let's use some color today. And I was like, no, no, I want to use just black, just black. And then with a bit of dash of color and a bit of red and a bit of pink, white and red, like all of a sudden the image, the plum blossoms became amazing.、Yes. But what is with the black in Chinese painting? And、uh, a lot of things. Even in Western painting, Western art, calligraphy, there are art form that is so simple. Western calligraphy, you just use a fountain pen, use a nib pen, and you can make so beautiful, elaborate form, elaborate shape. It's because of the skill, and、uh, a sketch. Only pencil, only black and white. There is so much depth in it. So something that is beautiful, something that is simple, and at its bare, simplest form, 
and you can create something deep, profound with shape, with shade. That is a very high art form. And uh, Chinese painting, when you use black and white, I think in Japanese they call it su mi. Su is water, mi is ink. So only use black and white. There is something much more highly respected. When you put a lot of color, it's cheer. It's just too lousy. It's just too lower its level. And they would like to see the pure color. And you, you use the dark and light to illustrate, to express the color. It's like black and white photography. It's a unique art form. And a lot of black and white photographers, they do not like to use color because the fun, the interest is the color depth, the color tone, the color contrast. So it's a different criteria of art, of, of art standard. It is, it is fascinating. And the way you talk mm. about it, it does... I don't want to say it does seem, but it seems to be like a true art form, even just discussing it. But can you now refer to the gentleman? Why the four gentlemen? And maybe we go back to our introduction, how Chinese language has so many meanings and the way you write mm. something sounds the mm. way a different character is written. So where are the four gentlemen here? We talked about flowers and grass. Yes, it's a flower and grass. It's something so simple and so easy to see. They are not expensive things. They are not unique things. They are not something rare. Bamboo, there is bamboo forest. And there is something, it's very easy to find. But you find something that uniquely you, that your painting is uniquely you. And a lot of Chinese artists, I think in any country, in anywhere of the world, there are people practice just one thing. And in Chinese, people practice um, bamboo painting the whole life or orchid painting the whole life and uh, uh, cherry blossom the whole life, wang cheng xi, hua mei hua, and becomes a style and becomes a particular, it just become part of the art they are painting. And actually, as a beginner, as a total beginner in Chinese paintings, I would copy the works of the masters and yes. I would follow their structure and my teacher would say, okay, this is why the leaves are bigger here. This is why these have a shade lighter. This is mm. in the foreground, this is in the background. So after I found your tutorials, then I realized that some calligraphy tutorials too. And actually my journey in Chinese art started with calligraphy. And I discovered first calligraphy, yes. then the brush, then the ink. And then I realized that I'm obsessed with this, with this, with, with the way the bamboo is represented in Chinese art. So can you refer to the connection between mm. calligraphy and painting mm. in, in Chinese tradition? Because it seems to me that because I had, I practiced like hundreds of times doing just one stroke, hung, 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 until it became okay in the eyes of my teacher that mm. Chinese painting came slightly easier to me. 
and my teacher said like, wow, you know how to hold a, a brush? Oh, you, you've done this before? And I said, no, I've never done Chinese painting before, but I have some background in Chinese calligraphy. So I think the two are, to get, uh, are connected. Can yes. you refer to this point? Yes, in Chinese we have a word, Shu Hua Tong Yuan. Oh my God, my word is writing so ugly. I'm sorry for this. I, I just, can see. Shu Hua Tong Yuan. Shu is calligraphy, Hua is painting. It is from the same root. You use a piece of bamboo and some hairs, and it's soft, but you can write something so sharp, so strong. And it's all because of your, your hand, your hand skill. And this brush is just a, a transition of your energy. Everything is in your hand. The strength in your hand, the romance in your hand. And uh, I have seen a lot of people do this very soft, very uh, flow away. Chinese painting do not do that way. Everything is controlled. Even if you fly away, even if you go away, there is this strength in it. Let's come back. Because the painting comes back to your hand control. And this hand control comes from calligraphy. You do calligraphy, you know that da, 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 da. Slow, fast, slow. Strong, light, strong. So in Chinese painting, if you think about it, in your heart is actually a dancing. It's actually an activity. It's a movement with its own rhythm, with its own tempo, with its own flow. When you get into the flow, you are just in the mood, in the slow, in the flow, right? So the most important, you get your hand, be able to do a strength for start, to do a slow. And then the painting is all a repetition of your calligraphy stroke. I think you can, you can understand it. When you see your painting and see your calligraphy, calligraphy exercise, it is the repetition. It is the reproduction, recreation of your basic skill. And through painting, you have more freedom. And through calligraphy, you have more discipline. So the best way is to combine these two. You have enough discipline. There's never enough discipline. You have a solid discipline. And then from there, you go out. From there, you recreate. And from there, you get your light, strong, or fast, or slow. You can get, I think, the more you practice, the more your hand can start to speak your internal heart, internal strength and the internal weakness or the feeling of yourself can be expressed through this brush. Not only Chinese painting, in any art form. The beauty of art is that we can use our hand, we can use our skill to express something that is beyond words, 
that is beyond what we can write down in 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 a sentence in a dialogue, and there is something very profound, and what we get from seeing another person's painting, you do not need description, you do not need explanation. Sit there and see the stroke. You can get yourself echo with that particular strength, that particular emotion, that particular mindset of the artist. That's the beauty of it. You see it not only in Chinese painting, in anyone, in everywhere. And this one is also in your in your sword practice, in your other practice. You can get that echo because you feel that hard work. You feel that spirit in it. I totally agree that any art form is an extension of yourself, and be it painting or music or dancing or acting, it shows to an extent the, the inner being that you are. Yes. So mm. let's let's talk a little bit about Sri, the four arts. Mm. So I discovered Chinese calligraphy when mm. I decided to learn Chinese. And I realized mm. that I am more fascinating by the written part than the speaking mm. part, especially that mm. I live in a, a mm. community where everyone speaks English. And mm. then I joined, I joined a calligraphy class with, with a teacher here in Beijing. And while we were practicing, he said, oh, you're too stiff today. Your hand is not smooth. Let me play some music for you so you can relax a bit. It was also late in the evening, came from work, and maybe I was not in the right mindset to practice calligraphy because I believe mm. you actually need a specific mm. mindset to, to, mm. to let it flow so he played in the background some music and at first I didn't even say anything but mm. second or third session he didn't even ask me anymore he just played the music and I said what kind of music is this because it kind of connects both with 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 the inner me but also with the flow of my calligraphy work and he told mm. me this is the guqin this is like mm. a traditional instrument in China. And then I started researching mm. and actually I became obsessed with, with calligraphy, with Chinese painting and with the guqin, mm. which you can see here behind me. So I started wow. some, some mm. guqin lessons and uh, I learned my first song. And then I started researching about the four arts of Chinese, mm. of the Chinese color. Can you talk a little bit about it from from your from your perspective as a as a Chinese person, right? As a heritage four, Chinese. Yes, the four art qin qin shu hua must be what you are talking about. Qin is Correct. music instrument. Qi is playing Chinese chess. Shu is calligraphy. Hua is painting. It's uh, the Chinese of educated, well cultured, well raised Renaissance person. Right, and when person uh, that has a lot of skills, a lot of this basic education has the has the appreciation to art, and also have the skill to to practice art, it's a very high, highly achieved person. I think that is the true successful person, or a true self improved person. 
beyond money, beyond living condition, and that is very true. You can appreciate life through this, and also it because the family should have some means to provide you. Imagine many years ago, hundreds of years ago, even thousands of years ago, people are struggling for food, and you have the luxury to practice. Qin to practice music, to practice chess, to practice calligraphy and painting. It is a very, it is a way of status, and it is a, a way of self improvement, also. So nowadays, I think, not only in China, anywhere in the world, there are so many things. We can appreciate. We can improve ourselves. It's more than just money, right? We should enrich ourselves so that we can live our life with the simplest thing, but can enjoy painting art. You do not need anything. You can do painting. You have a pencil. You can have the whole afternoon full of self. Full of connection with the world, with your, with your, with your spirit, it is a very enriched life. So, I really hope that I, our goal is to improve ourselves, to be better at something, to be, be better at our our heritage, at our culture, at our our root. Yes, to improve, to make it better.、Mm. Maybe our listeners and viewers don't know the fact that Confucius. Everyone knows Confucius. He was a master of the guqin. He was a master calligrapher, and it is said that he did not go anywhere without his guqin. So, if people wonder, like, what's what's with the guqin? Well, it is actually from my research, it is. It is the quintessential Chinese instrument, right? Oh, this you know better than me. You know more than me. I am not good at music instrument, but I heard guqin has the most strings. It has hundreds of strings or something. I just listened to one of a, a gentleman say it because, for example, guitar has six strings. Two string is arhu, and guqin has one of the most strings. How many strings do you play? Your there are so, so there are seven strings. But I think what they referred to was the fact、mm. that it was made from silk. So one、oh. string was made from of hundreds、mm. of silk strands. So then, if you add、mm. them all up, it would be many strings、mm. that made up the、uh, mm. the instrument. So. Just one last thing. Do you think that these days we can still become a master of the four arts, considering that we no longer use the brush we type? Actually, in China, it's a big problem these days with the younger generation yes. who yes. cannot even remember the correct order of the strokes because everyone、yes. types pinyin on their on their phone,、yes. and even if、yes. they even if they write the character. The artificial intelligence of the app it suggests the art the、uh, the character that you wanna、yes. you wanna you、yes. wanna type. Yes. And then obviously we don't have the time to sit down and practice hours and hours. So do you think this ideal of becoming 
a master of the four arts? Is it still achievable, attainable these days? It is achievable and attainable if you decide to be away from the society. If you 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 have reached that stage of away from everyday life, you have to make money. You have to make a living, and majority of people do not have that condition. Have to work to make a good life. I think at least if we can have from children's education, put. Time, put resource on it. Let people more、uh, have more time, have more resource to appreciate, and then know the beauty, and then、uh, nourished from this, it will improve our life. It's not only a showcase, a TikTok showcase, or a video showcase. Make it real. If you go to TikTok, if you go to WeChat. There are so many people, so talented. China is a big country with so many people. If there is a chance, people will do it, and people can still do it very well. It's just the number of people doing it so less. The number of people. When I was young, when we were young, every day we have calligraphy class, and my parents ask us to do calligraphy. And when we get went to middle school age, of course we do not have time because of the pressure of、uh, examination of going to school. As long as we have this high stressful pressure society, we will not have many people. To practice this leisure, this self improvement things, it is、um, it is it is beyond my ability to give comment to, to give to give any thoughts. As much as you can, what we can do, calm down ourselves, understand. We just live one life, and there is no end of how much money. You can get, and also people's pursue, people's goal for life change. When you are young, you want to be rich. Money make a living is more important. As you get older, you start to see. It is still okay if I do not have that much money. So, if people start to, if we all have the luxury. To appreciate life, to slow down, to accommodate that I am okay. I do not need to be the the best. I do not need to be the richest. I do not need to be the most unique. I am just being me. If we all have this, the whole society's spiritual stress will lose down. We do not reach to that stage. No country in the world has reached to that stage. If you can reach to this stage, you are lucky. I am not. A lot of people are not. But this is a goal for our life. And slowly, day by day, we start to understand the true meaning of our life. There is so much wisdom and at the same practicality in what you say. And I want to just to go back to the fact that these days it seems that we have lost the ability to use、mm. our hands. 
to create mm. things. That's yes. why I'm fascinated yeah. by the kind of work mm-hmm. that you do. And I think that even looking back at what's happening in my own country, Romania, how calligraphy lessons are no longer required in the school curriculum. And I mm. mean calligraphy, I mean I, I mean cursives. I don't mean like yes, I Western know. calligraphy. Yeah. So everything is typed up. And there are studies that show there is a link between handwritten, writing something yes. with your hand, creating yes. something with your hand, and deeper thought processes. So I do think that any form of art has a benefit beyond, obviously, its artistic and inner beauty that it gives you. It also has long-lasting effects, especially if you start young. And I see people these days, young students these days, their handwriting is just horrible because they never learned the practice of sitting down of thinking before writing and then writing down the practice is to start typing and then you delete and then type again but when you write with a pen with a pencil and with anything you have to think before write especially if you're halfway through the page you don't want to rewrite the whole thing once again so i do think that any form of art that involves using your hands is highly beneficial Then I discovered, obviously, your seal videos, your name seal videos, because I was reaching the end of my time with my Chinese uh, painting teacher, and he said, I think now you can practice by yourself at home. We were no longer in the same location. And she said, but you know, I think you need a Chinese name. You need, you need to have your own seal. So she gave me the name if I can pronounce it correctly with the correct uh, tones, Mo Yuan, as in silent and far away of deep thinking. And I created, I didn't create, I outsourced the seal and someone did the nice, a very, a very beautiful seal for me. And I think I like to use a lot of black in my painting. I use colors just if I do the plum and the blossom because the feedback is so amazing. People say like, wow, this is so good. But actually I like the full black ones. And then when I yes. add the red seal, the stamp yes. on it, it just yeah. it just gives it like a whole different feel. Yes, seal. Because painting is so, so plain. Does not have a lot of color. And that little dot of red, it immediately bring up bring it up i can feel so this is why i do painting give me one minute it is in sure oh, oh, i do not have it here but uh, yeah it's not oh there is one is here even if there is color there is color but if you have something that is just the color red it balance out it's like um, it's like the ancient chinese weight you have a, a stick. This part is a lot of things. Here there is a weight. You have one weight. You can balance a lot of, a lot of contents. So it makes it more interesting and brighten up your painting. So I love it. Yes. Seal. At the original, uh, at the very beginning, seal is for... When I do something, I put a seal of my name. Sometimes, like this kind of calligraphy painting works, it's not 
a name. It's um, it's called mood seal. Mood seal is something uh, you want to put in. There was one seal. This one is zide, self satisfactory, self enjoyment. Be content with the moment, with my life states, and there are some quiet. There are some silence, different one. So you put different seal that goes with your particular painting.、Uh, it's not only just to put your name there. You enrich the painting. It's like calligraphy, but in another kind of form. And just in carving the seal, it's a very, very unique art form. So once my teacher said, like. Go home and research、mm. seals and、mm. see see examples.、Mm. I started looking at、um, famous Chinese painters and seal makers、mm. who made seals, and、mm. I realized that one of my teacher's favorite Chinese painter, who also became my favorite Chinese painter, obviously I've been highly influenced by my teacher was Qi Baishu,、oh. and and he was actually a master seal maker. And yes. Nowadays. Critics believe that his seal making is even more, more artistic and more, more representative of his work than his、mm. painting. So my、mm. question would be, what is your Chinese, your favorite Chinese painter, and、um, why? Oh, my ch- favorite Chinese painter. I do not say. I do not know if.、Uh, I call it a particular Chinese painter, Wu Guanzhong. I love him. I love his work because I read his story, and、uh, I read about his story, his life. He went to Egal de Bozar Supérieur à Paris, the Paris Superior Art Art College, and、um, his his unique way. He has such a profound. Foundation in Western painting, and、uh, his way to he at the end of his life, the later part of his life, he developed a unique painting style. It's just so beautiful, so poetic and、uh, abstract. Why I like it because his life, his life experience, the struggle he went through his life, and. His art style, totally unique, totally different, and it's break up the traditional Chinese painting style and the traditional Western painting style. He brings a lot of new elements, new aesthetic into art. That's why I love it. It's different. This resonates with me, especially when you say that towards the end of his life, he created his own style. Because、yes. right now I'm still at the stage I literally copy, reproduce works or parts of works of other masters, and then to me, although I give it a lot of passion, I don't see it has too much value, you know, because I know exactly it was not my idea; it's just my skill or my attempt. But on the outside, people say like, "Wow, this is such a nice piece! Can you please give it to me?" And I literally, when I left my previous、uh, workplace, I had a stack of work which I did with my teacher, and I said, "I'll give it to you. I just want to put my my stamp on it." 
and I just gave it out. And people said, like, oh, we want to pay you for this. I want to give you money. And I said, no, please, it is my pleasure that you would actually enjoy and frame this, you know, attempt of mine. Because I have a stack of papers which are at the bottom of the shelf behind me. And if they're not displayed, they cannot be, you know, enjoyed. But I do believe that there's a, a long way to go before anyone can claim that they have their own style and I'm very conscious of that fact and I although I haven't practiced in a long time because I just had a baby a few months ago and time is very limited uh, I I always think about it and I I watch I, I tell myself that my practice for today is looking at some albums searching on the internet some pictures of artists and mm. that's my practice by trying to understand the structure, mm. the functionality mm. of the elements. I believe that I, mm. I practice even though I don't hold the brush mm. in my hand. What is your opinion mm. of that? Like you engage with the art, but at different levels. That is so true. That is so true. It's the same as in my class. I'm a art teacher. Students do painting or not do painting, they are all making art. There are many steps, steps, there are many phases of making painting. It's not only painting, observing, thinking, thinking about what you paint, how you structure the painting, all this is part of it. Every day of our life, just our life itself is the resource for us to produce what we think eventually will become how our art represent. You always think about something pretty, your artwork will be pretty and, and too much pretty, pleasing. And if you do not think about that, you think about how to be your unique self, how to find the root or the meaning of this thing, your work will be more original. I am not saying which is right, which is wrong. But one thing we should, we just know, everyday life, just being a person living here, thinking about deep things or practicing is a very good way of improving ourselves. There are many ways of doing it. Right, and I think this is the best time for me to switch a bit the focus of our conversation here and it is a fascinating conversation but I also want to approach with you another subject that I mentioned at the beginning of this video podcast positivity and your videos have such a calming effect it is both the way you speak it is both the, the subjects you talk about the way you talk about it and sometimes my friends tell me like, oh, you're too hyped up in the video. You're like, you're always over energetic, just breathing, calm down and, and project a different, more calming attitude. Although I'm very positive in all my messages, sometimes the way I deliver it is high energy. So my question to you is, where does this come from? Because my wife keeps telling me, your mind never stops working. You cannot find actual peace in yourself because you keep on thinking about this and that and what's next and what to do. And you have so many ideas just 
calm down, just relax. Where do you find that calmness? Yeah, this is actually, it's a, it's a, a communication. It's a, an exchange of, uh, of energy. At the very beginning, when I started to do YouTube video, I also talk and with a lot of energetic and very calm, very uh, pumped up way of talk. And then I think 10 years ago, I start to, there was time, I start to do some doodling and things. It's, it's not planned. I just do doodling and put the camera on and then kind of become famous, this ASMR thing. And people say, you are so calm. And then I start to find it takes courage. It takes a lot of courage to talk calmly, to talk, to deliver your idea, to present your idea as if there is nobody here. I am talking to myself. When I am busy, when I am rushed, one thing, I do not make video. I make sure my mind is calm. I make video. And when I get excited or get angry, just slow down. Just slow down. Say one word at a time. One sentence at a time. Another reason is because I listen to radio. Sometimes as I was driving, I listen to radio and I listen to other people's YouTube, other people's, and I become frustrated to listen to people talk fast, just at the speed. So I start to slow down. And uh, of course, there are people who do not like because I was too slow, but there are people like it. So you can never satisfy everyone as long as you are happy, as long as you have your own style. This is the most important. There are people make a living because they talk fast. There are people make a living because they talk slow. So be yourself is more important. Make your word speak out. And also, when I listen to other people talk fast, I cannot process. I cannot process enough. That time, they put a lot of energy, put a lot of information, is wasted because I didn't get. The important thing, I get it. So I say it slowly. In Chinese, we have such a saying, important things, we say three times repeat it so that they can understand so in one of your videos you mentioned internal peace overcoming overcoming myself mm. if there is peace within yourself why do you need to overcome it because i do not have peace in myself it's because when we we need to conquer ourselves before we conquer the world if there is problem you do not, I cannot solve other people's problem before I solve my problem. I have to be perfectly correct, perfectly right in the best of myself. Then I can go to help other people. So in our life, we have so many uh, comparisons. They 
doing better than me. They are richer than me. They are pretty than me. This is one of our goal to improve ourselves. But on the other hand, it becomes the curse of ourselves. Of ourselves, we have to pursue something. At the same time, we have to accept ourselves. I totally agree with you when you say that you can't help others if you cannot help yourself. So I do believe that the focus should be ourselves first, and then our immediate environment, which we can control. And only after we have settled within our own environment, then we can reach out and help others. You mentioned many times in your videos, "I love myself、mm. so much," and I think this is such an important statement. Because these days we seem to be blaming ourselves for so many things that have happened recently or in the past, and we tend to forget that we are our own person, and we should love who we are, and we should we should appreciate what we are and what we have. So, can you tell me why do you love yourself so much? <laughs> It's just being silly. It is just being silly, and there was one time. I listened to radio, and in this radio, it was a, a theater or something. There was one guy said, "Oh, I love myself. I love myself." And I was thinking, this is so silly, and it made me laugh. There was one time I use exactly the same word in my class, and、uh, I do. I think it's an art demonstration. I do a painting, and I'm very happy with what I do. Did and I said, "Oh, I love myself. What I I love myself." And then the students was laughing. Oh, the teacher, you love yourself. Why don't you marry yourself? And I was thinking, this is just so fun. So I kept going that I love myself, and.、Um, I love myself. How much I love myself? Not so much love myself, but accept myself. It's just being silly.、Mm. I would like to end this conversation with another quote from you: "Life without challenge, life without risk, life without sorrow, life without pain is not fun. Is not worthwhile. Is not deep. It's not interesting." Can you elaborate a bit about what 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 was on your mind? Because at that time, when I say something deep, is because I was suffering. People cannot say deep things when they are in a happy state. When you see something that is touching, is because I was suffering. Is because people are suffering, and that time. I was in sorrow. I was in anger. I was in this, this regret stage, despair stage, and I say, without it, is not worthy. I encourage myself, keep on, live on, see tomorrow. Do not end yourself today. There will be another day. If we do not finish today, tomorrow you will see sunshine. Tomorrow, there will be another chance. Never give up. We all have up time. We have all have down time. Keep on. Those things make our life more interesting, more fun, and make us the right to brag. I have suffered. I overcome it. 
just imagine we do not have suffer, we do not have those things. What can we talk about, right? <laughs> so have a light heart in front of life. We can get over it. Thank you, thank you. Great pleasure. You are a profound person.